Let's just delve into episode six, shall we? Let's give well, we should. let's give Two Sheds the award for calling calling it with regard to Adar's origin. The first orc. Massive or- congratulations. Although I have to say, it was obvious. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> it was obvious from the get go, but you did call it. Yes, I did. That Adar was the first orc. And yep. he was tortured by M- Morgoth, the dark uh, enemy. Yes, or Melkor, uh, as his friends know. <laughs> so, in a way, that's um, in a way that's one innovation in this series that we have a character such as this, who's an invented character, a new character. Yeah. Um, but he has a history that kind of meshes with the legendarium. So, in that sense, it's one point of victory as opposed to i don't know how many disappointments this series has uh, given us right I, again i liked this episode if this was the worst episode then the series might have been pretty good so but far. it was the best episode it's the best episode by far sure. mm-hmm. but, but only because there were no harfoots and there was no durin <laughs> The fact that Adar is an interesting character and has uh, an interesting background and is a good actor and is and has good lines that he drops, yeah, it is actually bad <laughs> because it draws such a sharp a sharp contrast to Galadriel because she has none of those things. Let's say these these writers wanted to make an evil Galadriel. You can make an quote unquote evil character and make them interesting and then you will have something like Adar. That's an evil character who's interesting. And as I've said in prior episodes, I think our first episode, that you can make a, a character that you hate and love to hate, like King Henry the Eighth in Tudors, in the Tudor series. Yeah. Or so many characters in Viking series. These are characters that are kind of, you kinda of despise them because they have no moral compass, but but you love but to watch them. You love to hate them. Like uh, in Game of Thrones, there were mm-hmm. a ton of characters. Like Jamie Lannister, irredeemable, but you like like you liked watching him because right. you can sense like some depth there. Uh, Breaking Bad, you had Walter White, you know, or Gus Fring, <clears throat> or any of, of these characters that that they're they're like despicable human beings, right? But yeah, you like them. There's there's depth that's, that you can. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if they wanted to make because in a sense, like Galadriel came across as despicable. She wants to uh, eradicate the scourge of orc kind, right? So she's got genocidal genocidal fantasies. Genocidal fantasies. Yeah. Absolutely. So how, oh yeah, let's love let's love this character that has genocidal <sighs> fantasies. The episode starts out Adar's giving this like impassioned speech and yeah. saying how we cast off our shackles and we cross the mountains and the series puts him in a in a positive light like he's the bringer of life to these creatures, uh, giving them salvation because he himself is this corrupted individual, but he's going to redeem them by like bringing them into this new earth. And I don't know, like there's some kind of feeling well, of think, redemptiveness mm, to him. Right. But I do think it, I, I don't know how this quite fits, but it's Gollum in a way where Frodo said that I have to believe that he can come back because basically I'm following 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 this path. You know what I'm right. talking about? Because if because if if Gollum can't be redeemed, then Frodo can't be redeemed. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
So, so right. this might be similar with Galadriel and Adar, because mm-hmm. I'm going to say his name right, because I'm always saying Adar. It's Adar. Oh, Adar. I'm sorry. Adar. Well, yeah. Adar. But, but you know what I'm saying? So I think, again, this might be a parallel in, like, uh, right. in a way, the Redemptive right. Mark of Frodo, you know, which is... Right. Again, so I, yeah, so you're right. I mean, there there is that there is that parallel. So like, and that's a good one to note to notice that the relationship or the way that we as readers like sympathize in a way with Gollum, he becomes a multifaceted character. He's tortured. He's tormented by his past. You don't entirely despise him. You can't because he he has this burden that he's bearing of his own torture, his own yeah. misfortune, really. Um, so Adar, in that sense bears that same burden he was you know poor guy he was like captured and tortured so the we the audience is suddenly sympathetic or i was to to adar yeah i'd be like oh my god like i can't believe that you were taken away to these unspeakable horrors that you had to endure right right and like and, and again that's where like you see galadriel like like um just being such such a it just a again biatch. man yeah once the audience has like our heart has gone out to adar right to a certain extent because he's talked about a his own trauma in his own past and his own torture and he's almost like trying to redeem not just himself and his own his own like path or past but those of his children the orcs he's going to like you know they they're they've cast aside their chains and they're going to build a new home I, and i almost am like okay i know we're we're pro- pre-programmed to like despise orcs but the way he's described i'm like you know these these are actually poor tortured souls and it would be nice if they actually had a place to call home where they can just kind of be be orcs <laughs> because you know man tolkien never said that orcs were beyond redemption no it's against Tolkien's nature, especially in someone like Gollum. It's against Tolkien's nature to, like, castigate or cast, like, judgment on someone as irredeemable. Or, right, you know, right. as an irredeemable bad person. Everyone's got... And you're not supposed to, like... That's why, you know, like we said, Frodo, he couldn't kill Gollum when he had a chance because he felt pity for Gollum and he felt like they're... But by the grace of God, go I or whatever. Yeah, pretty, you know? yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, so when Galadriel doesn't give, a, you know, can, Adar, I make, can I make one more point? Oh yeah, too? of course. Tolkien like rewarded his characters who showed pity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? There was always like a, like like if if Bilbo had had have killed would have killed um Gollum right then the ring would have never got destroyed. You know I mean? It's always, those acts of kindness always get repaid. Like right, they right. Want to yeah, there's always those moments with Bil- between Bilbo and Gollum and between Frodo and Gollum of like mm-hmm. that, that feeling of like this poor wretched soul, you know? And even, and honestly, even Sam. Sam, mm-hmm. as much as he hated Gollum, he took pity on him and Great. turned him loose. In contrast to all this, we have someone like Galadriel who says she's vowing to eradicate the scourge of orc kind. And then Adar, in one of his brilliant lines, challenges her perspective by saying, it would seem I'm not the only elf alive who's been transformed by darkness. Yeah. So he's taunting her. And 
and he's showing and oh and he said he goes on to say perhaps your search for morgoth's successor should have ended in your own mirror which Again, was I, i'm like i gotta give this i gotta give it credit this credit like i've been where just, was this writing this right, whole series i've been destroying this series like this whole time and i'm like okay that's a good line boom great line unfortunately it makes your lead character look terrible yeah and not in a good way not in a like ooh, i want to see what happens to her it's like it just makes me hate her more and not like i love to watch uh, i love it's not like i love to hate her I'm annoyed by how much I hate her because she's like the main character. Yeah. You know, it's just. And, and you know what? The thing is, is, is no one, I, I would bet if we talk to everybody who talks about this series on YouTube or in the world, I think everybody wants this series to be well done. No one wants this series bad. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they like, again, I, I don't think it brings any joy to anybody to like to, no, to, to you know to point out all the series. problems yeah yeah i mean we're doing it because it's like it's more of a catharsis than than yeah. anything that that line was so good and yeah we were like where has this writing been there ca- someone on their team is capable of a good line and uh and again it's like it was in the came from the mouth surprise surprise of adar our favorite character mm-hmm. who we we called from the beginning his origin and uh and it just made yeah and it just made it made galadriel look like she she, um like her whole quest then is to destroy the orcs and sauron and it just makes it, it look i mean i'm just saying like it's been hard for me to muster up interest in in her passionate quest like i'm like lord of the rings i'm like I'm right there. I'm like, yeah, let's destroy this ring. It sounds like a great idea. But right. with her, her main goal is like she wants to destroy Sauron. And I'm like, yeah, but you haven't really seen Sauron yet. And the the only person you really seem to be at odds with is this Adar guy who seems totally cool. Why don't you just make friends with him? And, you know, yeah. So I haven't been like super passionate about her, like her, her desires or goals in this series. Yeah. And it just and it just makes me even less interested in her but desires. But th- the thing is, is she doesn't even come off as kind. You know what I'm talking about? It's like right. she just doesn't come off as sympathetic. And again, if this is like an artistic decision, I don't agree with it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking no, about? No, it's, it's, it's a bad. It's a bad. It's a. It was a bad decision. This is the maddening thing about this series. Is and again, this is my love hate relationship. Well, actually, my hate relationship with Ryan Johnson is that, like, like they'll do something really, really, really cool mm-hmm. surrounded by a bunch of crap. You know right. what I'm talking about? Where it's like, you are capable of making something really, really brilliant, mm-hmm. but you're, 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 you're getting in the way of yourself. I like the idea that they're in, like, the Morgul Vale. Or what, I, like, yeah. I'm not sure where, they, where they're at. I mean, like, you right. know, Gorg- right. it's the plain of Gorgoroth or something. Yeah, you're- that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, all of a sudden you see, the, oh, it's like, oh, my God, they're in Mordor. Right. That's Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. the Southlands. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the fact that this key, uh, it's like, you know, you have a key to your, your Audi. And so this is a key to, like, your mount, your uh, your volcano. Yeah. Here's and the it's thing. Like, okay, oh, just uh, turn the key and it's, turn the key it revs up my volcano. Revs <laughs> up my okay, volcano. Okay, so kind of stupid, but kind of cool. I don't know. In that, a comic, that being in a comic booky way, kind of cool, no. right? Okay, that being said, that being said, 
Like, like when I, because I went back and watched it again because I'm like, all right, I think this warrants a second because this actually is. I mean, I was mildly entertained by it. I mean, I was okay. entertained. I thought, I mean, I thought this was a good episode. I liked the battle. I, I think they're doing a fantastic job with the orcs, our favorite things. Right. I was like, but how did that uh, Waldrig get the 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 sword key when the Numenorians were coming up over the ridge? Adar came out and said, Waldrig, I have a quest for you, or okay. I, I have something for you to do, and then they cut away. Mm-hmm. It didn't like, but he had, but but clearly, he was giving them the the, uh, the right the sword, you know, whatever they call it. So I mean, you did you didn't see it, you didn't see it transfer, but. It made sense because at the end I was like, "How did this guy get this sword?" Like yeah. The first time watching, I think they did. They did that so they could. Um, I think at our, uh, you know, wrapped up that uh, the hatchet mm. or whatever. Yeah. As as a, a MacGuffin, so they chased him, and Waldrick could go right. and do what he needed to do. As so, cool as that was, having the key unlock uh, Mount Doom, mm-hmm. and it, in some ways it was cool, but if you think about it just a little bit more <laughs> it actually is really stupid in the sense that who would contrive a device like a key shaped like a sword that unlocks the volcano like it seems like that would be an enormous engineering feat like okay i have this i've i've constructed this keyhole you put your sword and you turn it it unlocks this mechanism that and it's like this uh what's it called a um a rube goldberg machine yeah that's what i was looking up it's like right it's like a rube goldberg machine and it's like this moves that and the 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 mousetrap falls open and like and the the water gushes in and it goes down into the gully and up uh, into the crater and the mountain erupts, and therefore, yeah, we have Mount Doom. And I'm like, okay, so imagine you've created this Rube Goldberg machine, and then after all that work and all that engineering, you're like, oh, I lost the key. I know, <laughs> I know. Like, I need a key for this. Don't you think you'd make a backup? Yeah, but or, I, mean, I mean, you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> don't you think they'd be, they'd be like, okay, next, the last thing we're gonna do is we're gonna like. Uh, summon up something to destroy this dam that's at the top of this thing and then bypass everything else it's it's, it's like really it's really 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 dumb you should have but, a, a keychain right like yeah. for your for your uh, hilt yeah and and the whole idea that blood kind of like it was really weird you know and and again it's like i can just see like like okay so okay let's do this it was pretty cool Okay, I mean, I like the whole. It looked great. In my inner, my inner thirteen-year-old was was yeah, thrilled. Exactly, you know? exactly. Stone, a uh, stone tenth graders. Yep, they're like, yep. you know, it'd be the best like, thing in the whoa. whole. Whoa, dude, you know, dude, you know, it'd be the best thing in the whole world. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, the hilt is like a, a key. sword is a key, and it, it unlocks the mountain. Yeah, so dumb. But that's okay. That, but I also again, liked it because at the end, it was it signaled a victory of the orcs over Galadriel, who like yep. was rained down upon with brimstone. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I, I I hate to be that guy, but I'm like, I am literally <laughs> rooting against Galadriel because yeah. of all these reasons I've just cited. You are that guy. Okay. That like I said. That being said, like I said, I I I enjoyed this episode way more than than. Me too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Again, because I mean, it was still dumb, and I, and still like there were major like writerly and you know story problems, like like the idea that all those horses and all those army men it, from the New Orleans can fit into yeah. those three little ships and get there in such a short amount of time. I know that, but like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing is that when something is done moderately well, okay. Mm-hmm. Like you I don't I'm, notice those things. I can be like. All right, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I like I, I was way more forgiving with this episode than I have been because I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. And it went somewhere. The whole mm-hmm. payoff with Adar, uh, um, the, with his speech right. at the end, and the way that the guy, like, uh, and we should probably, like, know his name because uh, I'm just going to call him Benjamin Stark. Uh, but uh, who? Adar. Adar. Like, oh, the actor Adar. who does Adar. Oh, I did know. What's his name? Mowley? Mowley. Molly, Molly, Molly. Mo- okay, Molly. cool. Molly, Molly, Molly. Maybe, maybe Molly. it's like Welsh, where the W is okay. not pronounced. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and again, the way that he delivered it, like it's like, man, like I'm, I'm good with that guy. I liked him as Benjamin Stark. I didn't even recognize him as Benjamin Stark in this, in this, because um, right. Benjamin Stark was in. in That's because he's a good actor. He can like transform before your eyes. Yeah, he can take shitty dialogue and uh, make it his own. But okay. my point is, my point is, is that I overlooked a lot of stuff in this episode because I'm like, oh man, yeah, this is cool, you know, right. like the whole you know, the Rube Goldberg uh, waterfall right. thing. Right, right. Nah, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was a little weird because I think if you if you put like tons of water into lava, it does create a bit of a like something happens, but I think right. it's just like steam. Right, I don't know that it would like actually make a volcano erupt, but I'm not a volcanologist, so I can't, I don't know exactly Maybe how it's that magic works. Water. It just seemed a little bit like, hmm, how did did they know? Did they test drive this thing? You can't really test drive yeah. it, right? Uh, maybe like like uh, I don't know. They 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 had to like do something. I mean, you know. And like, okay, one more thing. It just is yeah. a little. Now, see, I, I'm no longer looking for faults in this because it does have the redemptive uh, at our story. But the fact that he was digging the tunnel, everyone thought, oh, he's looking for the sword. He's looking for the hilt. And maybe he was, but he was also right. digging the tunnel to put the water into the mountain. Right. Because right? Right, right. It, it formed a conduit for this water. When the water was released, it went into Mount Doom. Right. Right. And I'm like... It's as if you were building a mansion and you have a nice little keyhole at the front of your mansion for the key of the key and the lock mechanism. Everything's all fancy, but you forgot to install the plumbing underneath the building. Don't you yeah. think that that would be like the key? There's a key and a nice like thing that you don't you think that would be like the last thing. And those all those tunnels would be dug before like. I don't know. It just seemed weird. It seemed backwards. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like basically, it's like it's like a, you're should... building the roof before you build the you've built the roof before you built the foundation. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird, but you know, I mean, because I mean, look, look, Tolkien's not you know infallible. You know, I mean, you can right. probably look at a lot of stuff that you know that happened all over the place. I'm like, well, like, again, in my view, they... the only thing Tolkien was fallible in is that he sold his property to some unscrupulous people. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> No, but but like the whole age old uh, uh, conundrum, like whatever, is like, oh, why didn't they just have the eagles fly them to Mount Doom? It's like, well, yeah, I could have done that. 
you, you could have done that. You right. like, I bet you he could have written away where the Eagles like could have. They were know, busy that day. Yeah, they were busy. So, like I said, there's a lot of like you know, and and the whole stand by the gravestone when the thrush knocks and the last light of the setting sun adorns day will shine upon the keyhole. You know, that seems like, a, like it, a, overly you know. contrived. Yeah, you know, again, it's kind of like, like, uh, oh, just luckily enough, we're here on Duran's Day. But and, I think uh, our point stands is that you can overlook all of these clunkinesses. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah like absolutely. Your, if you like your characters, exactly. If you, if you like, if you want to see them succeed, if you like the story, like said, you're rallying behind the characters. And if you want to see them succeed, you, you'll overlook all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I, and again, I do like the idea. Like, I do like that that when they were in doing the showdown inside the end which again was a dumb place like that that's to keep you're going to go to like a wooden structure with orcs carrying flames and mm. uh, and fire and yeah. uh, that could set this thing you know, ablaze like and you're all trapped in here that's dumb you know what i'm talking right, about right 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 hey was was did orcs ever carry torches in tolkien not I really i don't like, know the only that they time ever I did think they, because they could see they had night vision well, not just that, but I mean, it seems kind of odd that they're so allergic to the sun, and yet having a big flaming brand in their face is like fine. You yeah, I mean? they. I mean, the orcs can see at night. I mean, that's like you know, like why the the. Well, I know why they they, they probably wanted to uh, have all those torch the torchlight ceremonies because of the the political ramifications of uh, oh, it's just like Charlottesville and the uh, oh, alt right rally oh. of twenty seventeen. <laughs> Maybe I, I'd like to think that it's just more of like they're they're just kind of like in the like in the scouring of the shire, someone lit a bonfire to live to liven things up a little bit or whatever, you know. So I mean, maybe it's right. just like oh, we're gonna go and you know burn stuff down. But the point is, like they're burning stuff down. They got torches. Yeah, you know, maybe they right. have so a ball again. Again, and, and I mean, it could be explained away too. Like the, the the orcs haven't evolved into like you know where they really see in the dark that they haven't lived underground long enough. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. But I mean, they get really bad sunburn. Yeah, they get really bad sunburn, but they live in the shadows. I bet I don't know. But the point is, like, you can explain that away, right? You know, but, and and, uh, and you're like we said, we're you're you give people a lot more, uh, like a, a little bit more slack. Cut them some slack. If you're down for their characters, you're you're on the you're you're like grabbing the storyline by the by the reins and like I'm I'm committed to this story and I love these yeah. characters. I'm you know if you're if you're not on board with any of that stuff, then you're then you're just gonna pinpoint all these little unbelievable or you know clunky unbelievable details and you'll lose yourself in like well they, why'd they do it that way and I think. These last five episodes of we've been mainly concerned with like oh this is dumb this is bad writing this is clunky this is awkward this is a happy accident it's a fluke and yeah. all those things are true but you know this this episode yeah it was the best one for these reasons we stated but right right and mainly because <laughs> how did you put it when we were talking earlier Gladriel took the L <laughs> yeah Gladriel took an L and uh, Adar took an, a W <laughs> so and sorry, I was man. happy to see it personally and um, and there were no <laughs> yeah, hard foots yeah he pulled he, he, Adar pulled that one out like like to, to equate it with hockey it's like down to the last two and a half minutes and uh, or like we get a five like uh, Adar got the five minute major called on Gladriel and uh, and uh, <laughs> Scored four times I mean, in uh, five minutes. 
Adar got the rhetorical W by telling her that looked in look in the mirror, Galadriel, if you want to see the the Dark Lord, you know, casting a shadow on an elf. Yeah, yeah. And then he got the actual like you know battlefield W by you know Mount Doom erupts and lays her plans to waste. So yeah, yeah. Again, I I, I, I hate I, to be I, so anti Galadriel, but I know. I I, I again, man. I I'm I love very... Galadriel in the book. Books. Yep. Yeah. I hope they redeem her. I just feel bad because I've been totally criticizing Galadriel, right? But I saw an interview with the actress. She seems so sweet. She seems so nice and yeah. like sweet, sweet tempered, really nice, likable. I'm sure she's a fine actress. Um, but I'm sure the director made her be this way and no yeah. one likes it. So it's not her fault. That's all I have Again, to say that. She seems like, like a really great person. I mean, I she none of this none of this quality that she portrays on screen carries over into real life as far as I could tell. So right. I every time she appears on screen I'm like, Ugh. But her seeing her in real life, I didn't get that feeling at all. But the point is, is this episode with Adar if Ad- we don't Adar? see Adar I'm just um, Adar because he deserves respect because that guy's killing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, um, I would give this like, with different writing. If if you get people that if they change the writing and listen to like the the, the people who mm-hmm. you know want this to succeed, we want this to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, make it good. I, I'm 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 invested at least until the next season. Right, now. right. I mean, Which, make it make it a add our. Uh, we do an add our spinoff. I would a, do an add our spinoff. Our, a story arc of like this poor, tortured elf, and everyone's everyone's the world's against him, and uh, he's his face in the mud. But he rallies his him, wits. Let's call him Anakin Elf Walker. <laughs> <laughs>